Well, everything we've heard so far from our European friends uh, is that this package will get through one way or another. It's just a matter of uh, having or not having Hungary on board. But the message coming from both the Commission, other leaders of the European Union and nation and member states is that Ukraine will get these resources. So, uh, of course, what is at stake is macro-financial stability uh, in Ukraine. Uh, but uh, in a broader sense, I already said that it is the stability and security of Europe that is essentially at stake in this, in this exercise. When we're not here and you're talking about the Hungarians, is that a conversation with lots of swearing and exasperation? I mean, do you understand why they're doing what they're doing in this context? No, it's not about emotion. It's neither about emotions nor about uh, swearing. Uh, we know Hungary very well. They know us very well. Yesterday we spent six hours talking with the uh, Hungarian foreign minister, trying to sort things out, to address fears, concerns and misconceptions about each other that both sides have. But the challenges are complex, aren't they? I mean, if we look across the Atlantic, the, there's another aid package, mainly military assistance, being held up in Washington uh, because of Republicans uh, in Congress. And the suggestion now that Donald Trump has basically given the signal that he doesn't want that to go through before the election in November. That's another very tricky problem, isn't it, for you? Uh, fu funny enough, last December, I was more certain about the Congress decision than about the European Council decision on opening accession talks with Ukraine and adopting the financial assistance. But now I'm more concerned, it's now tables turned, and I'm more concerned with the dynamics in the US Congress than with the dynamics in the European Union, which is a good sign in itself because the European Union demonstrates its ability to make big decisions on its own, <clears throat> which is good. But we'll keep working with both sides in the United States uh, on making sure that we, we get decisions done. When I talk to people in London, defence people who are assisting your country and desperately want you to, to make further military progress, they talk about the difficulties that these uh, actions in the US calls, for example, not knowing how many shells you'll have in April or not knowing how much money you'll have. How do you plan for the campaign ahead amidst these uncertainties? That's a good question. Uh, you see, what, I, what, what we learned is that the war is a combination of math, endurance and philosophy. And if one of the elements falls out, you face the problem that you really have to address immediately. Otherwise, pieces will not stick together and it's not going to work out. Uh, so, of course, the math exercise is, uh, is very complicated. And speaking about math, I'm referring exactly to the notion of how many artillery shells we're going to have, how many tanks we're going to have, how many long-range long missiles we're going to have available to us. Uh, but there is not, no, not a single situation that does not have a solution. So if we don't get uh, enough of artillery ammunition from one place, we are already thinking of the other place where we can get it. But I think whatever the price of supporting Ukraine is, fixing the world if Ukraine does not win will be much, much higher. Look, we've talked about 
outside assistance. But obviously, the key part of this has always been Ukrainian efforts, Ukrainian blood. The army says it wants 500,000 soldiers now. Do you think they'll get them? Do you think this country will mobilize that many people to fight during the coming year? Well, this is not the question that I can precisely answer because it's the generals who are planning the campaign. But, um, you know, I have a son, he's 17 years old and he will turn 18 in a couple of months in April. He's taking the military classes shooting. And when, when we had lunch just two days, two days ago, um, we, we talked about it and I understand that he and his uh, uh, mates in the university, they all realize that uh, they may also have to, to go and fight because this is their country and this is the country that they, that they have feel they have to defend. So in the end, uh, generals always want numbers which uh, uh, impress people. But the most important element is different. The most important element is that as long as the people of Ukraine believe that this country has to be defended, we will keep fighting. And as of now, I see the polls and I see that people want, country, want the country to continue defending itself. This debate about mobilization is obviously not an easy one for lots of reasons. You have to balance uh, the economy, uh, what the army wants, all sorts of other things. Is it a difficult one between the president and the head of the armed forces, General Zeluzhny? Because we were hearing these rumors yesterday that the issue had come to a head, various issues between them, that the general was about to be fired. Then the president's office deni uh, denied that. I mean, do they have an effective working relationship or is it as difficult as the reports Can we suggest? please leave rumors to conspiracy YouTube channels? You know, this is, we, we're having a serious interview with, with a very serious uh, broadcast corporation. We live in a world of rumors of uh, uh, operations, by, of enemy operations to shatter the foundations of Ukrainian society, to undermine our spirit. Um, as long as there is no decision of appointing or firing anyone, uh, it just doesn't make sense to comment on this. Lastly, um, I remember last year, the president talked about the year of victories. Is that still credible? What, what is the vision to lead people forward to all the sacrifice and everything now that has to come? I, I think the answers are different because to this answers, answers to this question are different because we look at it from different perspective. I'm inside, this is my country. And of course, I want, I, 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 I welcome every new year with a dream that this will be the last year of the war. That's my dream. And I will keep, I will work for 365 days to make this dream come true. That's our internal perspective and our ambition. And I think it would be simply wrong to have any other ambition. But people looking from the outside, of course, they look at it from a different perspective. And, but what brings us together at one common point, like common denominator, is, is the planning. Because when we sit down with our partners and we think of what and how can be done this year, we, high, we aim uh, for the highest result. Uh, 
But then in the end of the year, if we don't reach it, we will adjust our goals and move forward. Thank you very much. For